It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death. And is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you getting paid? And his partner. For Mexico City to be community centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rab Florence, and in the room, of course, the two main men, uh, the man himself, Gredo. How are you doing, mate? Hiya, pal. And producer John is right there, and we. We have a lot to talk about, didn't we, John, this week? There is loads going on. Um, I think what we'll do, we'll, we'll get the listener correspondence, we'll get a lot of things to chat about what's happening over the last week while, and then we'll get right into WrestleMania, review the we've, whole We've got thing. to get off the format today, because there's too much to talk about. So we'll get some correspondence for the listeners, to you know, because we like to keep up the pretense that we care about what the punters are saying. Uh, and then we'll get to the meat of the thing, which is all the drama, all the stories, all the stuff that's happened for WrestleMania onwards. It's been a drama-intensive week. Uh, shall we just to go straight to what the punters are saying and get that out of the way? Aye, let's do that. Okay, then let's have a wee uh, let's have a wee look. Well, you now after last week's startling fact that we put out there, where if you if you slow the podcast down to zero point five speed, it sounds like three Jakeys talking at a bus stop. Bronze cello. <laughs> has isolated part of last week's show and slowed it down as I requested last week. Let's hear what it sounds like. People were loving this chat, by the way. A lot of love for it on Twitter. Here we go. This is what... Um... Ray Mysterio for cracking his son. Let this be a lesson to you, says. Don't get wide with your maw. Or will be consequences. See my neighbour, right? See... <laughs> He's got a moustache. And... Seen the last two weeks, I've met him out the back door, and every time he scowls at me and goes, What's that on your neck? What's that shit you're growing on your neck? Right? Mm-hmm. He says once, and then the next week again he goes, What are you doing with that on It's like he fucking legit hates the arm. He hates it. He hates it, mate. He hates it. What the fuck's happening? <laughs> like, 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 and I, I know I, I feel as if I, I need to get this half, man. He's, he's, it's wild. He never talks to me, and he keeps going. Go and see under your neck, Grado. <laughs> well, I need trimmed in it, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know you've played, but you've turned it up to because, like, you weren't. I wasn't. You've turned that though. I can see that you've turned it down. Aye. Mm. Oh. He was a Surely he, he, he should be going. Welcome to the club, brother. <laughs> see this whole fucking bit here. By the way, it would it would be brilliant at zero point five speed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John, see what you're saying. Cause he did with your neck. Oh, that's so. Oh, funny. that was so yeah. funny. Uh, KW2 has been in touch and says, "Hey, Rab, is this what you were talking about in last week's episode of Wrestling Naft? He's got a screenshot here of Extreme Warfare. I think I did play Extreme Warfare. This was one of them, but it was either Extreme Warfare or Promotion Wars. I'm not sure. Or maybe I played both of them. But that does sound. I played all of these kind of like see all these kind of uh, wrestling management style games." I loved all them back in the day. John also adds, are you sure you're not thinking of Extreme Warfare? I spent hours playing this. It was made in Visual Basic by one guy for the UK, Adam Ryland. Never played after it was sold to a studio as they couldn't have uh, used the official wrestler's name. That's an interesting one. I'll need, to, I'll need to load one of these old ones back up and check which one it was. Martin Indoors get in touch and says, had a chocolate wrap suggestion of watching WrestleMania on mushies and then get a bit sad because I'm an old fart and wasted my youth. And no day in that. Watching Agog as Ray leaves a fractal trail day in a six. <laughs> I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be a pleasant experience. I was just joking about that. I don't don't do that kind of stuff, guys. You know. I've never done mushies. No. I'm well, watching the wrestling or just in full stop. I've never done mushies. No. No, I've never. I've done never them. done them either. You, John? I've never done them. No. You want to do them? <laughs> we should do the next episode. Do the next episode on them. James Kennedy. James Kennedy's got a start for Rab's favourite, Mister Perfect. Let's see this. Kurt Hennig took down Brock Lesnar at thirty thousand feet. Would have been thirty-five thousand feet if it's a transatlantic flight. There you go. Kurt Angle only scored one takedown on Lesnar in the impromptu match. Ergo, Hennig was as good as an Olympic champion, and that's why he was Mister Perfect. But he also liked the mushies too much. Legit tough guy. Vince's moustache has been pictured. We want you, wanted you to caption it on our Twitter at Wrestling Daft. Um, Chris, so what we need you to do is listeners here is visualise that picture of Vince McMahon with the moustache as I imagine you've seen. Chris says it should say, bring me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Very good. Paul says, Joseph Fritzel given parole, takes over WWE. Last Trade Warrior says, I want to break free. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? How anybody with a moustache still gets that kind of Freddie Mercury part on it. It's like all these years later, Freddie Mercury's been dead for about 20 years. Andy McEwen says, I'm going to build my underwater wrestling city. Do you get what that is, mate? Nah. I didn't get what that was, but I thought it was like a computer game and you'll know what it is, Rob. Sims or something like that. <laughs> Sims. It's a Sims Pac-Man. Um, it's, it's a Bioshock. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, Right, okay, there's hundreds of these, but uh, Lee says, your dad's been at the Just For Men... Um and there's hundreds of these by the way. Um Sean says no too sure about the American reboot of Poirot. <laughs> um I like Beppy. That's a good one. Let's end with that one because that's that's a nice one. Although Dennis had a nice one of Vince McMahon done up as M. Bison for Street Fighter saying the day Vince McMahon sold WWE was the worst day of your life, but to me. It was Monday. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at WrestlingDaft at gmail.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WrestleMania. Let's go then, guys. WrestleMania. Let's talk. Well, first of all, I think... Props. Have you watched it, Gredo? I watched... I'd say I watched about 60% of it. Um, first of all, I want to say congratulations to one of Robert's nieces who stole the show Saturday night. Flying the flag for Scottish wrestling, flying the flag for the Florences, the Stuarts, whatever your whatever uh, tartan she comes under, she should be mega proud of herself. I remember when that lassie was only twelve year old coming to SWA shows in Bells Hill, watching as a wee lassie coming up through the ranks as a trainee wrestler and making the making the jump out of America, and you know what, actually doing something and making a mark and winning gold. That is fucking incredible. It's impressive, isn't it? Made in Scotland, trained in Scotland. Up, I always remember. I, mean, I remember when she went to Japan to wrestle. I was like, ah, that's fucking amazing, man. That's amazing. I went to Japan to do that, do that business, and then and then look at her now. She's got her first belt. It won't be her last belt, I'm pretty sure. It's been a pleasing thing, actually, to see, obviously, NXT a hot owner. You know what I mean? Um, they've They've... Invested a lot. Oh, Auntie Kaylee, I know. By the way, I need to say Auntie Kaylee. Auntie Kaylee, I, you know, what I mean, it's like we can't forget Kaylee here, who has has really been, um, really, really important for the women's scene in Scotland for so many years, uh, and it's great to see her uh, getting. Her I'm assuming Kaylee's kind of taken Iowa Dawn under her wing and all that sort of stuff, Rab, and kind of. Oh, she's. I know, I, I know that certainly. I know that. Um, I know that Courtney has felt a you know a huge amount of support for the woman um, in Scotland, and uh, you know she Courtney just loves Nikki. You know what I mean? She'll speak so highly on yeah. Nikki and um, and everything that Nikki's done for her. And I think it's just you know it's just nice to see them all them all in that position. But it was also good. It was also good to be on fucking social media on that night and see how over wow. Courtney is with the fans as well. You know yeah. what I mean? The fans really like her. So um, where did so you watch it? On, Onwards and upwards. When? Where did I watch where, it? Where did you watch it? We was with the whole family. The was the, watched in the house with the Waynes. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, ah, the Waynes were like, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. I was like, aye, that's your cousin. Yeah, that's amazing. You know what I mean, so it's amazing stuff. Kelly's a big. I'm sure Kelly's a big Celtic fan. Kelly, and I got a message on Facebook. All day. All right, my man. I'm Kelly Ray's big brother. I'm a big fan of yourself. I seen you up at Ibrooks the other week there, and I never wanted to bully you for an autograph, lol. Anyway, we are the people. Well, she's no Kayleigh Ray anymore. She's Fire Alba. I just thought it was funny. Well, that was for Barry. So shout out to Barry if he's listening to the podcast. I thought that was a nice message. And then WrestleMania. Then WrestleMania comes about. And uh, oh, man. did you? What did, I mean, really, I need to tell you how pathetic I am. By the way, I, I feel like people need to know I'm the uncle now, right? Who is like that? Um, Courtney, get us a fucking code for get us a free copy of the WWE game. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I became now. That's who I am now. Not cash me. in, mate. You got cash in on this shit. Go cash Aye, in. Exactly. Go cash in. Um, 
We'll do night one. We'll do night one. We'll go through the match by match. You just go want through to do it match by match. match, I, I, by felt match. As if, I felt as if I was annoying you because we were talking away in the group chat a wee bit when, when John and Cena came out, right? I felt as if I was a wee bit. I was being a bit harsh on Cena. I just, I, I, when Cena came I'm a, I just, you know that way Rod Stewart doesn't sing, do you think I'm sexy anymore? Like, he doesn't sing right. anymore. I was just like, there was something, that, I'm not saying it's John's fault, but there was something quite, it's not sad, right? That's not the word I'm looking for. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but he's just like, well, bald spot and adjust for men, pale skin, look as if he's needing a good tan, and still run about in the night gutties. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is, Gredo, right? It was something I was thinking about. See John Cena when he when he wrestles now. He's he's no he's no John Cena anymore. He's no he's no he's no playing the character of John Cena anymore. Like he used to. See when the rock comes back to do a bit of work in WWE and maybe work a match or whatever, he's still playing the character of the rock, right? But John Cena's not really playing the character of John Cena anymore. Do you know what I mean? I tell he's you playing what... a different John Cena. He's playing a John Cena that's like, I don't know, it's hard to put, but, but well, it kind of comes back to what you're saying a wee bit, Grado. He's still brilliant and all that, but there's something, he almost plays it a wee bit, almost like tongue-in-cheek, or there's just something a wee bit different. But he's still brilliant, man. He's still a brilliant promo. And he was still, I thought he still looked great in the ring. He did. The only thing that was pissing me off was he was calling everything. I'm like, mate, the boy's the boy knows what he's doing. I get, but he I always has, is he? No, he's always so loud. You can hear him for a bit. You talk too much. You talk too much. But see all that telling guys to feed and wait and all that. And I bet he, there's not. Sometimes there's like you're like, ah, mate. I've that boy has probably watched um you know umpteen million Johnson. He knows he's he knows your comeback, mate. <laughs> I fucking my 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 mom probably knew your comeback. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's all he's old school, though, isn't he? He's like well, he's not old school, but he's like new school, old school. You know what I mean? He's like um, you can't get away with that anymore. The WWE is you feel like you hear everything they say in the ring now. You know what I mean? I guess one for me was people's elbow, people's elbow, people's elbow. The ref, this 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 dog. Oh my god! Oh, we'll get on to that. That's amazing. That's that's yeah, like that's right. So anyway, that match. Um, you know, I always want to see Cena go over, um, but I think it was the right decision. A good kind of um, good, good match. I think they both look good in it. I mean, Cena was always good at put over theory, wasn't he? He was always mm. he's all, that's what he does now. He's Cena's just there to put over good guys. That theory will go far, man. He's he's good. He's really good. I'm still waiting for theory to kind of unlock a, a, another level, though. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I, mean, I, I get that. Aye, but that will help him. The confidence, are, you know, if you've wrestled something like that, you've beat them. You know, you're fucking your Bobby gets two inches bigger backstage. Won't about you've 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 done a WrestleMania match with John Cena. Yep, aye. confidence. Lovely entrance as well. I thought it was a very nice entrance from John Jordan. Cena's entrance was beautiful, man. One of the best. One of the best. One of the best. Yeah. But again, even that feeds into what I was kind of saying about he's not really being John Cena. He's be, he's being a different kind of John Cena. You know what I mean? He's being John Cena. The it's as weird, isn't it? It's like he's John Cena, the actor. And like the wrestlers, he's kind of left the character and he's the actor. Aye, 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 yeah, exactly. It's like it's like that. It's like that. Anyway, next match. It was the the four way, which again, I, there was no significance for this match, but the four way tag draw, match. The four way tag match. There was not. There was no outcome. I don't know why it wasn't a number one contenders, but the four way tag match had Street Profits, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders, and I thought it was a really good match. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was everything. Everything a match like that needs to be and should be. Um, I thought it was great fun, and like you say, really didn't mean anything. But, um, but I thought it was. 
some some beautiful stuff, some high level stuff. Do you know what I mean? I took in a wee bit of babe station during that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? I don't, I don't get many nights up. You know, it's like. I tell you what, I mean, like, I hope, I think Angelo Dawkins, everyone's talked about Angelo Dawkins and being the weak wink in the, the street profits. He'll do all right when they split eventually. I don't think, I don't think people have been saying that for a while though, John. I feel yeah. like for the past year or so, it's only been you that's been <laughs> Is Dawkins not the one that everybody likes? No, the one that everybody likes is... Um, the wee old one? Aye, aye. Aye, aye. Montez. I Dawkins. Montez, fuck's sake. Ah. That's my head. Yeah. Montez Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Match three. Match three, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul with KSI. Oh, um, fucking shit. Oh. It was really good. It was good. Did was really you, good. Did you guess who the prime bottle was? No, I didn't guess it would be him because... Um, I thought it was going to be Jake Paul. His KSI's a bit dodgy. He's got a bit of dodgy stuff. He's got a bit. He's just a bit. You know, I just thought. I don't know. Um, you know. You know what? Adam Shame. Adam Shame's message was funny on Facebook. He did, I didn't even text him this right, but I was laughing because I could imagine Shame doing it. But apparently, Lisa wrote Adam when that when the prime bottle came out. Adam was going. There's somebody in that. There's definitely somebody in that. There's somebody in that. And Lisa's gone because she's not a big wrestling fan. Aye. She's going. Well, fuck. Of course, there's somebody in that. Right. <laughs> there's somebody in that. There's somebody in that. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's somebody in that. But I, 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 everybody was thinking that when they were going right. Somebody's that's getting involved or something. Fucking See, inside. I don't mind Logan Paul, right, and because he's a very talented boy, right. But that KSI bit, man, I was, I was getting, that was getting passed about the group chats, the non-wrestling group chats, going, what is this fucking box? Because the spot that they done was funny looking as hell. I mean, you can cannot... switch the the switch. Oh, the, oh no! Can only the only the announce table and then the splash. It just looked shite, and that was probably the problem. And we think about it was probably one of the most viral videos for that two 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 days because of the tour. They're ultra ultra. This is this is a prime example of wrestlers no realizing that it always looks fake as fuck when a guy's lying there on that fucking. <laughs> A guy's lying there on the commentary table waiting for something to go through him. Always looks fake. Wrestlers have convinced themselves, looks fucking real, man, when I'm lying there for 30 seconds waiting for <laughs> something to come down on me. You know what I mean? But I know what you're saying. I know what you're all right. saying. All, all we wanted was Seth and Logan Paul. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. What was the next one? What was the next one? The next one was uh, Trish Stratus, Lita and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Rotten. What's that? Ah, yeah, yeah it's rotten. Fuck me, man. Like, uh, can they, can you know, I, can Trish and Lita, can they know? Because I mean, Trish still can, I think Trish is still alright. She bumps well, she's always bumped well, but Lita was miles off it. Lita, these, listen. These women are in their 60s now, they know. Listen, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's some incredibly talented people in that ring in that match, which who I feel were actually wasted at WrestleMania. Yeah. And, uh, listen, I'm I, because I know she's a really important figure in the history of women's wrestling and stuff like that. But I, I have never really seen what others see in Lita. Like, I don't, people are talking about like, ah, Lita, Lita can't go anywhere or hasn't got what she used to have in that. I, I feel like she, she was always never great. You know what I mean? She had one move in her. Like her music. I don't know. I don't, you know, I, you don't want to say this about people either, but I just, I've just never, for me, um, I've always kind of felt 
she was always quite slow paced and always quite I always kind of winced when she was doing her moves because you know I just I don't know I don't know but I know but but, but then I could also be I accept that I could be talking shit because I know that there's a lot of you know um, really talented women wrestlers today who really idolise her you know what I mean and um, any day mate come on it's it's there for sure it's Lita and 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 Trish Stratus it's, come on it's about nostalgia isn't it? it's about getting them out there really well that's it that's it but I just um, but I know because you end up you. 20 years ago, they were like the best. They were the two, the two of the best. But when you compare it to the way, the, how talented the women are now, I mean, it's night and day, isn't it? Really? Come on. Yeah. I think credit to Trish Stratus because I genuinely think Trish Stratus didn't, didn't Trish didn't look out a place in there um, with a young team, let's say. You know what I mean? Trish didn't look out a place. Trish was, Trish was always better than she get credit for, I think. You know what I mean? Actually, in the ring. Yeah. She, never, she was always a solid worker, always like, you know. She go yeah. in, she go out. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? My wife walked down in the middle of this match, and she went, "Bloody hell! Look at the size of those boobs!" <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was like, "What in the hell is it? Is she a racer?" <laughs> well, yeah. Oh well, yeah. You know, like I said, I, Trish was good. Uh, um, <laughs> what was the next match? Uh, by the way, I thought the wrong team went over Matt as well. It should have been damage control went over. Yeah, it should have been damage control. Should have been damage. Uh, the next match, possibly match of the night, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Loved it. Right. Loved it. That Dominic Mysterio entrance was fucking magic. How good was it? It was absolute. That's a dream, man. That kind of entrance coming right out of the jail, not at he cans it in and led in by the polis and all that. With, yeah. And he had the mask on, he looked a million bucks. Yeah, you have got a loving for Dominic, I've noticed on Twitter this week, Rab. I think this guy is, I just think that boy is massively talented. I really do, you know what I mean? I just think he's hugely talented. I think, and he, of course he's going to be, you know what I mean? He's that's fucking Rey Mysterio. Did you, you know see, what I mean? Did you see they were, um, they were uh, quickly scuppering it to try and change the, 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 the promo video? No. So, so in the pre-show, they done a build-up video to, to the match, and see the images of the jail that they were using. It was a fucking outswitch type camp. They were taking footage for somebody had picked it up and, oh, wow, and compared really? it. But the WWE managed to change it in between, you know, the pre-show until the, and then to the to the build-up video. Really? Match. Aye, aye. Wow. Somebody had slowed it right down and compared it was like some what's the other a concentration camp? Sorry. Right, oh, right, Jesus. right, right. Jesus Christ. So, so just some well, footage. I thought the match was great. I thought I thought the entrances were great. Ray's entrance was great as well. I thought the match was great. Oh, the door I rider Ray is brilliant, man. Yeah, I just I was watching that match and I was think I was just thinking, how lucky are we? I and I loved the I actually shed a wee tear when Ray Mysterio came out to uh, Guerrero's music for it was just beautiful. it was just all beautiful, wasn't it? Aye, and well. the the Snoop Dogg song and all. Aye. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was beautiful and it it was amazing to see. Is that the first time where somebody's been inducted into the Hall of Fame ceremony and has had, you know, one of the best matches of the weekend at WrestleMania as well? Probably, aye. Probably. Um, and by the way, I'm going to interject here and say that I watched Rey Mysterio's thing, mate, and Conan's uh, Conan induction the- speech was fucking magic. I, I I swear to God, mate, I says, I need him. I'm going to voice note him for the week once the dust settles. That was officially the best induction speech. That was how, mate, see Conan, Conan is the best talker. 
He is so good at talking. It was brilliant. He knows everything. Brilliant. No, there was no notes or anything. It was amazing. Oh, That's all off the fly, man. He's... It was fear the heart. It was fear the heart. It was emotional. It was fiery. It was concise. Mm. Um, it was exciting. Chugging and chugging all that, man. Uh, it was brilliant, man. It was yeah. uh, it, it was absolutely brilliant. You know what I mean? And, and and the whole thing was great. And I loved Ray's speech as well. And I loved Dominic walking out and all that. You know what I mean? I just fucking loved Everything about it, everything about that. Ray Mysterio for me, I, I would struggle. I, I would think if you were to sit Ray Mysterio down and say to him, "What's been the best weekend of your life as a wrestler?" So, so I just there's something fun about that. He's sitting him in a wee seat. What's been the best weekend of your life? I'm sitting him down. Aye. <laughs> but if you were to ask him, what was the best weekend of your, your career? Fucking Hall of Fame and your son involved in your Hall of Main, Hall of Fame thing and a gimmick and then. And then the next night, fucking come and do wrestle your son at WrestleMania and go over. And, Aye. you know, all in that. The whole and then the next night, coming out to gear away from it. What a weekend, man. Definitely, definitely had a better weekend than Rick Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking dafty he is. Yeah, Stacey Keebler hasn't aged much, has she? No, mate. Oh. Good. But did she not end up going with George Clooney for a wee nine years? She, she, did, did. Right? she did for a wee period there. Yeah. Um, so what was the next match, John? Sorry. Rhea Ripley defeats Charlotte Flair. Can I, can I just say something? Can I just say something here? I yep. love Rhea Ripley, and I didn't realise. <laughs> I didn't realise. Who did you love? Rhea Ripley? <laughs> I love Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Did you watch the match? No, I actually didn't, but I just, I, 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 I watched her in a match a couple of weeks ago and I caught the tail end. How was the match? No good, no. Grado. What? That was the fucking best match of the night. Aye, I'm kidding on, I did see it. It was brilliant. It was the best match of the night for me, John. What do you, what do you think? See, I, that, no, can I just say, I, 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 I didn't, I don't, I didn't, I have not appreciated her before. She has money, man. Aye. Brilliant. She's brilliant. She's a star. Aye. I, I thought it started a bit slow. But by the end, it was brilliant. That was a that was a main event quality. They 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 women were p- fucking pissed off that they didn't have the main event, right? And, and rightfully fucking so because they were supposed to be in the main event, and they decided let's go and just do the main event anyway. <laughs> just be the main Aye. event, even though we're not in the main event. And the match was absolutely brilliant for me. The one, two, three is uh, you know of the show was Rhea Ripley and, and Charlotte, two Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio, and then three. Um, Sammy and KO, but I, I thought it was um, I thought it was a, I thought it was a brilliant match. I thought it was like everything, uh, everything you could ask for, everything you could ask for. That you know was I mean? cracking. It was really really good. Uh, next match was the kind of breaker, just because that was so good, and they obviously put a wee breaker in between that and the main event was Pat McAfee coming down to to do the Miz, which was just a nice. I, I, I Let me just tell you, wrestling fans, Daniel Bryan said it best: very fickle, and if you walk out that door. In a matter of one month, two months, three months, four months, they forget about you very quickly. And Pat, I, I like Pat. I think Pat's great on the mic. I think he's good in the ring. He's a good, great personality, all that kind of stuff. But he did not get the pop that I think they were expecting him to get when he came aye, in. Aye, I, I agree. But when, when did he come in as a, a sort of surprise deal? Aye, aye. Aye. The crowd aye. were The crowd were politely applauding, but, you know, it wasn't like there was a massive... But compare that to his entrance at WrestleMania last year when he came down the white stripes and like all that. It was Aye. 
fucking money, man. Obviously, was taking on Vince and that whole thing. Yeah, they, they all love him. Vince McMahon loves him. Michael Cole loves him. Yeah. yeah. They all love him. I mean, he must be yeah, he must be a hell of a guy, but it was, you know, I mean, I'm not even really rating that. It was just, it was what it was. Yeah, I, I was hoping Lashley or Orton would walk in. I kind of connected it. It's like, we kind of connected these things as a worldwide market. Who the, we don't know fucking NFL players. No, I know, yeah, I know. Uh, well, let's talk that, a wee minute, a wee minute about the Bobby Lashley thing. Because was it night one Bobby Lashley came out? Was it was it night one we came out with just his trophy? And was no, it was maybe night two. Was it, it was night, night two? two. It was yeah, night two, I because there was the chat about KSI, and then there was things on social media. But I get, regardless, we can talk about that. The new, I mean, that was it's it's one thing I'm not having a match, but don't also send them out to pose with a wee trophy and then go away again. Yeah, that was just fucking mortifying. And know, oh. know what he deserves. Do you, know do you think mean? it was caught? Do you think it was? It was seemed like they were setting up some with KSI in night one, and then obviously, do you think they got that got pulled because of the social media stuff with KSI, or do you think that's just a lot of shit? I don't know. I don't. I've got any idea. I just think you know, it's like, no, everybody can be on the curb. They're going to have to change their way of thinking about WrestleMania, which is like you know, everybody needs to bone it. They're going to have to just kind of go because I don't even really want to see like a four way tag team thing with four tag teams wrestling just to get I, as many people as you can on the I, on the fucking show. I, I don't think I, but Rob, I don't think that's I don't think you're right there because the amount of folk that weren't on that, you think Karen Cross wasn't on it, Ellie Knight's not on it, Bray Wyatt what the fuck what happened to him? But, but we don't know. We don't know, right? But you know what I mean? There's like I felt it was a fairly night could have been used. Uh, but back in the day, though, back yeah. in the day, though, Grado, WrestleMania three, WrestleMania four, everybody wasn't. You didn't. There wasn't every wrestler on it. Do you know what I mean? It was like, you know, some some of you are on it and some of you on the on it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just think they uh, obviously want to get out, get him a big payday, like because you, you have that. That's why they have that under the giant battle royal shite the Friday probably. Yeah. So was that known SmackDown? Was on SmackDown, right? Uh, was I? Probably so they don't need to pay. Get him a WrestleMania payoff. I'm not daft. And then there was a so there was the Sammy and KO match against the Usos, and yeah, I mean it was good, wasn't it? It was. Uh, I watched that. I was. It was really, really good. It was I good. Mean, it's, been, it's been a year or years in the build up to this. So. I need to be honest. My my, it's a weird thing. Retrospectively, my opinion of that match has been coloured by what happened the next night mm. because. Because I, it was great and it was exciting. And the reason why it ended, it was exciting to me because I was going, oh, the bloodline are on their knees now. Roman's in trouble with the It was like, you know, Sammy and KO have struck a blow to the bloodline. Here we go. Can Cody finish it off? And then because we know what happened, the match just kind of becomes a wee bit less significant, I think, in, in your mind as you look back on it. But a good match, obviously, as it was always going to be. And it was uh, great fun to see Sammy, um, uh, you know, give them a proper down. I know it was the like the finish was really good. The finish was with the J and everything that happened with that, and he was battering Sammy, and then up there was brilliant. I loved the story in it. I loved the story. In night it. one certainly was better than night two. Night, so there we go. So that's the best bit of WrestleMania is night one. Let's go. Ev- everyone, one. everyone said that like night one is up there as one of the best. I saw Meltzer say something about it as well, saying it's like one of the best WrestleManias. Yeah. Like in terms of single nights, because you look down the back down the card when we've just went over it, there wasn't he. The only filler was the Pat McAfee Miz thing, but everything else was pretty decent. You know, the the six women tag team match probably the worst on the card, but even that was passable. You know, it was all right. But this this rating is going to get dragged right down for the right. WrestleMania now as we go into night two. All right, so we started off with Brock Lesnar opening as against Omos, which we thought I liked it. Happened. No, here's, 
here, here, people are going to say here, oh, shut up, we get it, we get it, we get it, right? I'll tell you right here now. That was probably one of my favourite matches the, the, the whole two nights. Right? Mm-hmm. Because storytelling at its finest, and they managed to cram it in in what, seven, eight minutes, done the job. Four yeah. minutes. That to, me, that, 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 that to me was wrestling. I love that as an opener. The two big Every guys. Opener. That to me, that's what I love about wrestling. The big the big guy throwing him about and then they switch it about. And it's all about the fucking tester strength for it can brought date no canny bang back and eventually I just thought that was brilliant with the bit heel manager on the outside. I went, that was a fucking stunning opener. I watched it on the Monday morning and I went, I, I, that's one of my favorite matches. And I know it's simple, but listen, I don't have a good attention span. I don't I get pissed off. That for me was that's what I love about wrestling. I'm not a wrestler, right? But to me, wrestling shouldn't be difficult. Like wrestling shouldn't, but like staging a good wrestling match should not be a difficult thing to do. And I think that's what Grado's talking about there. This match is like textbook mm-hmm. big men telling a story. Aye. And they go when the two of them were squaring up. The, the one thing I said, oh, I see when it was even it first came up that Lesnar and Omos was looking like the match, right? And people on the internet were going, oh, it should be Wyatt, it should be Lesnar Wyatt. Could you fucking imagine how bad that match would have been, right? But, um, but it was going to be Lesnar and Omos. I thought in that moment, I thought to myself, that's going to look amazing in front of that big fucking crowd. They two guys squaring up to each other. Because you think about, about fucking umpteen producers helping us Omos. It's a quick match. It's a match where I know if I showed that, if I sat down with my dad to watch me now, he'd have been sitting there going, oh, look at this, look, look him, look him trying to come up, look him trying to come up. Can right. I mean? Just easy And, and when you see, when you saw Big Omos, when Lesnar goes in and Omos fucking just ragdolls him, flings him away, that's a fucking brilliant moment, man. Mm-hmm. A big guy get Lesnar getting just fucking flung away like that, you know what I mean? One query though, I go MVP on Instagram and he was, he was in buying shoes. Omos and Foot Locker, right? And I think that's Omos had bought about 40 pair of trainers. But then it showed you the tail of the tape. He was like a size fucking 21. How the fuck a Foot Locker got any sizes of shoes in for that? I didn't forget that. <laughs> Maybe they specially <laughs> ordered them in. He knew the UA well, was coming and they specially ordered them in. That you could be right, by the way. You could be right. But uh, in fair play, Omos for fucking uh, bumping like he did. Big <clears> guy, <throat> a big guy that size. Can it be easier? A big guy that size bumping like that. So. Um, I, th- I think Brock Lesnar would have been very pleased with almost when he went back in the back in the locker room. Would you think? Absolutely, aye, aye. You could hear Lesnar calling stuff a bit as well. No much, no much. Move back, move back, <laughs> moving back, moving back. It was weird seeing him watching him suplex him though. Like it was really weird looking because he was so fucking big. It was he was up for a bit. It was good. Mate. Did you know how cool it was seeing fucking Lesnar getting built? Like, like a fucking aye. wet tracky. Aye, aye. Right at the start, I mean, fucking just fucking threw him away. Yeah, I went, Oh, this is Gallas, man. <laughs> I went, This is Gallas, man. <laughs> match, match two, match two. Uh, it was the women's four way tag match Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia Shotzi, Chelsea, and Sonia Deville. Um, no, it wasn't great. Um, it wasn't great, but uh, I thought, um, uh, the big lassie looked great and Raquel Rodriguez uh, uh, Raquel Rodriguez looked great I thought man this is like in a this is a star performance by her in this she yeah. looked brilliant um, and she's likeable as fuck looking man she was like you know what I mean it's like yeah. an old school fucking baby face 
just um, was a thrown together tag teams. It was just all thrown together tag teams, really. Yeah, it was it? meaningless, meaningless. Move on. What's next? Yeah, I was going, well, this is, I can't believe this match didn't make your top three, uh, Rab. The three we intercontinental match, Gunter, Sheamus, and Drew. Oh, I'm talking shite. I'm talking shite. I'm talking shite. But, but, but hold on a wee second here. You're saying you're, you're amazed that it never made my, my top, top three. three. Aye. Um, but uh, was I not just talking about top three the first night? Oh, we did in top three. I thought we were doing top three overall. What did I say? I said it was um, uh, Charlotte and me. And yeah, Charlotte and Rhea. Aye, and then Hangme. Yeah, it was my first night. Uh, well, this was the best match of the show. That, on the whole card? Best match of the entire card. Best match oh. at WrestleMania for me. Great. What did you make of it? I, I skipped it. You're joking. I, I won't watch it, but it's just, somebody says it was just a chop fest. <coughs> Who said that? Game Twitter. It was not fucking, <laughs> was not a chop fest, by the way. It was not a Game chop Twitter. fest. Let me no, tell you I, something, I, by I, the I, way. Somebody, somebody did more about it. And no, that wasn't my reason for, for watching Of course, I'm going to go back and watch it. See if I cut, see if I was right. So, so WWE have been taking new about this endeavor, right? Right? I was in that. I know you were. I know you were. <laughs> WWE have been taking over this endeavor, right? And see if I'm a guy who works for Endeavor and I've sat down and I went, right, what is it we've bought exactly? And I put on WrestleMania and I watched all WrestleMania, right? And I'm a guy that does, doesn't know anything about wrestling. See when that see when that match came on, right? With Gunther and Sheamus and Drew, right? I would be going like that. I, 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 well, first of all, I'd be going, well, this is amazing, right? Because it was an amazing match. All the guys were brilliant. But I'd be going, who's that big fucking pale guy with the orange hair? Ah, because what? the fans are going fucking mental for ah, that guy. Sheamus was over like fuck in that match, man. Proper or, organic, like proper organic as things were happening in the match. Ah, the really good. Like, oh, fuck it, come on. No, I mean, Sheamus was over like fuck, and you're watching that and you're kind of going, that's, that's a main event guy there. Like, without a shit, that's a main event guy there getting that reaction, you know what I mean? Um, I just thought the match was brilliant. I, I thought Big Gunther was brilliant. I thought Drew was. I thought everything clicked. Everything worked. Everything looked sore as fuck. Um, there wasn't a beat missed. Uh, it was just the fans were super. The crowd were amazing during it, and I just don't. I just. I. I. I think. Oh my god, to myself. Oh Gunther. I mean, I remember sitting backstage with that guy in Germany shows, sitting there with his old haggard flip flops, smoking a power of fags. And off a fucking derby on him. And now he looks a million dollars, that boy. Isn't he? He does. And, and he's also, he's just, he's just, he's adapted his style a wee bit as well, just a touch. He's, um, in his own way, he's become merrier, dare I say it. He, he would, I hope he never hears me saying this. He's become a bit merrier sports entertainer, just the other part. You know what I mean? He needs he's, to got be... a bit of, he's got a bit of that fucking sports entertainment charisma about him. Um, you know, but Drew as solid as ever, man, was looking great in there. But but for me, you know, the standout we respected Drew, the standout for me was Seamus. Because uh, I just think that guy, I just I just think that guy's fantastic. <laughs> and I think the crowd agree with me. And I just loved that match. It was my favourite match of the weekend. It looked sayer. It looked I mean, you saw the chess and them. I loved that wee moment. It was off camera with Seamus and Drew hugging in the ring at the end as well, which was which Aye. was that, that was the three guys knew they'd had an absolute fucking belter, man. Aye. But you know, Seamus has made it his gimmick. It's part of Seamus's gimmick now that all his matches are brilliant. Can you can you believe he does that whole banger after banger after banger, mm -hmm. right? Jake, you'll get another run at the title. But just hold on. Before that, 
Imagine that. Imagine being able to make that your gimmick. One of your, an element of your gimmick is that all your fucking matches are brilliant. Uh-huh. Imagine being able to do that. How many people could do that? No. One more run for Sheamus. That's what I say. No more, no shot of the world. Hey man, I mean, he's he's an absolute workhorse, isn't he, man? I mean, he's literally no stopped in about fifteen years. No. And, no, you know, and he just, I don't know, man. He's just, he, he's maniac. He's you can you can easily say as well for for as long as he's been about, he's he's as good now as he's ever been. Better now than he's ever been. I think it's, it's like I, a guy in his peak. He seems. Right, next. What was next? Bianca Belair defeating Oscar. Stinker. It wasn't great, was it? For me, it was a stinker. Well, I've got to say, man, the whole crack with a wee lassie made me great. I oh, wa- yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wailed. I wailed at that story. When Triple H was talking about the wee dance I wailed at that story. Mm-hmm. Sad. Do you know about it, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I. I mean, um, that was just fucking lovely. Yeah, just, ugh, just be pretty fucking hang, man. I know. I feel fucking later for fucking hell, going out and doing the but the match itself, um uh wasn't it for me, let's say, wasn't it for me? I, I felt it was It was yeah, it was a bit messy, wasn't it? It was messy. And I'm not sure they two are a good fit for each other really uh, in the ring. And uh, I just kinda of feel a wee bit sorry for Asuka as well, you know. I don't know. Anyway. Which I guess I think there's start a streak thing going with Belair potentially. But again, again, I think it was kind of the story was rushed for this one as well. So I think this is maybe just the start of the feud. But... So, so, sorry, sorry to cut you off. I'm cutting folk off tonight. I'm so annoying. Sorry, troops. So is she not happy either? Who? Asuka? She put something to you up. She doesn't seem to be. But you never how'd, know you, what... how'd you know Asuka? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's getting one greater. Right, and then we moved on to Shane McMahon versus The Miz, which turned into Snoop Dogg oh, versus mate, The Miz. Oh, mate, that was the best! That was the best! Mate, can I just say that was the fucking best thing I've ever saw? I mean, come on, eh, buggery, man. Aye, let me do mania, man. Aye, made that cunt of myself at the Rumble. Let me, do, come on, just give me, give me a shot, right? I just imagine backstage with fucking Miz. Let me do a leapfrog, just to show that I can still do it. I mean... There's absolutely no psychology whatsoever of shooting somebody off the ropes and then dropping down to then leapfrog. He just wanted to do the leapfrog. Like, you don't you don't shoot somebody off and then drop down. That's not what you do. If you do that, you shoot somebody off. You're shooting somebody off to try and fucking hit them. No, you go, and fall on the ground. He literally dropped down so that he could spin about and do the leapfrog and he landed in his cunt. <laughs> I mean, I felt, I felt sorry for him. I didn't, man. He <laughs> got an amazing pop, to be fair. He got some pop when he came out. I know, man. You know that. See, getting all emotional and all that. Fuck the higgway. Mate, as an Orion man, it's fucking nearly 60 and all, and he's still dancing about like a fucking... What age is he? What age is he? Oh, Shane. 53. Late 50s. Late 50s, I would say. He's not late 50s. Is he not? He's 53. No. I told 53, you. 53. 53. Um... I mean, I couldn't fucking leapfrog like that, you know. Just imagine backstage going, shh, 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 You know what I mean? One, two, jab, one, two, jab. I just feel, I just feel bad because... Cuddling his wings like, daddy, we're fine. Shane's gave us, I'm going to be the, you know, I'm going to come for the whole direction here. Shane's gave us a lot of... Daddy's okay, honey. 
good moments, good memories over the years, and it's a sad way for him to go out. No, like that's, that. that's no funny, but can you just imagine the backstage? Daddy's okay, honey! <laughs> honey, honey, daddy's okay! <laughs> and then and then Snoop Danny's stinging off. Fair play to Snoop hey, for. Snoop Dogg, the biggest fucking worker of the two weeks, two days. Aye, aye. Fucking man stunning a lot of fun in a trance. What did he do? What did he do? What did he do? Why, I mean, why was Mizno at least? Why was Mizno at least going down and laying in some fucking punches or something or doing something? You know what I mean? I don't know, Miz. You've only been wrestling for twenty years. Think of fucking something. Come on, and then it takes a rapper, a rapper to come in and save the segment. Who's it? Who's it? Is it? Is it? Just eat. Fuck you. Did did someone call the ref and then the ref went over to Snoop Dogg and said, you're going to have to do some here, Snoop. Fucking I just tell him. No, Triple H said the pros, he fucking did that on his, on his end of call. The only thing that was called to him was dare the people's elbow because you heard the referee going, dare the people's elbow, dare the people's elbow, dare the <laughs> as if it was fucking uh, the Grand Hall and Kumarnock. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Just dare the people's elbow. Fucking, <laughs> 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 you know I mean? Fucking unreal. Oh, seeing Snoop, Snoop, Dogg, seeing Snoop running the ropes was beautiful, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> see the way see the way Snoop looked running the ropes. I remember when I first tried mm. running the ropes when my name and when Wolfgang was was showing me how to do it, and I was that was what it felt like. I looked, I was like, I must look like this. Uh, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I must look like these ropes only moving. Running the ropes isn't isn't easy if you've never done it before. It's, no, not it's fucking easy complicated. It's complex. It's, it's not easy. Unbelievably complicated. Um, but you know, fair play, fair play. It was a bad save. You don't want to see somebody getting injured like that. And, but it's just... It was funny, but... It was very awkward. It was very awkward. Come on, man. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, let me do it. Come on, let me give it up. Give me a chance. Come on. Right. Come here, my, come here. Let me get my leapfrog in. You know How I mean? do you know it was that, though? How do you know it wasn't like Vince going like that, Shane? I want you to go out and do I'm being like, ah, fucking, I don't know, man. My knee's feeling a bit funny come tonight. No, come on. Punter for yourself. Ah, oh, well, maybe you're right. Bigger punter for yourself than Right, that. next match, John... Edge uh, defeating the demon Finn Bauer in the Hell in the Cell. Loved it. Did shut up. Loved it. I'm no joking. Wow. Loved it. Loved the entrances. Loved Edge's entrance. Loved Edge's look. When I he did came like in. all that. I liked Loved all that. that mirrored mask he had on. Absolutely fantastic. He comes in, right, and then you get a bad action, and then somebody takes an injury. And I remember everybody. I was on the Discord and stuff, and on Twitter, and people were all moaning. Imagine fucking stopping the match. Imagine stopping the match first because somebody's leading and all that. But I was thinking to myself, he must, he must have really fucking hurt himself if this camera's no going to him. You know what I mean? So I, fucking gash. Did you see it? Mate, it was like bad. Fucking unbelievable. It was like, remember, remember the gash Foley had and beyond the mat after Rumble thing? It was like 10 times worse than that. It was worse than that. Worse than that. Aye. Um so, uh, but you know, and then they get back to it, and I really enjoyed it. I could have watched another fifteen minutes of that. You know what I mean? I thought it was great, well, and I, I'm going to actually say I think that's my favourite Edge match since he came back. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm taking it that the reason why. I mean, you had the Shane and Miz going short, then that went short. That was the reason I didn't see it live, but I'm taking that's the reason why there was everybody was moaning about there was a hundred fucking Snicker adverts before the main event. It, it must be. I don't know. Do you think that? Think they cut the edge and Balor match short because no, of it, went that, 18, it went eighteen minutes. It went eighteen minutes. Oh. So I, you wouldn't have thought there's been much cut out. I there mean, was maybe there was maybe maybe there was spots and stuff they were going to do that they couldn't do. Uh, uh, mate, I, I, I think a hell of a is going to get more than eighteen minutes. Yeah, so, uh, 
There was, there was a lot of adverts, I think, because they had to take the, the cell back to, uh, to pieces, I think. Do you know what I think? That was, that's why I thought, that's why I thought it was so well, much yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. But, anyway, it was good seeing Big Russell Crowe giving it blah, 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 and all that before the match. I love all that shit, man. That's the kind of stuff I want to wrestle Ed, Edge coming out to Slayer was pretty fucking cool. Half this was great. Edge's that. entrance was yeah, brilliant. Was brilliant. Was up, up um, there with Dominic's. Up there with Dominic's. Did you like Kevin Hart? Aye. I, I like Kevin Hart. Anyway, I like Kevin Hart. I like he was good. I tell you right, what, and, though, in that match, though, I can't even believe the. I thought Demon should go over. I mean, they, why have this character and build this character and then he's been beat twice now? Anyway. Um, I just think that. Uh, I don't know. I kind of felt the edge needed. I, I don't know. I don't mind. I, 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 I didn't care who won that match. I was yeah. just. I just enjoyed the entrances. It. Right, I just enjoyed it. Right. I know you're going to have a lot of opinions in this, Rab. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, the main event of WrestleMania. The, what should have been the climax of the Bloodline story? What did you think? Well, first of all, first of all, let's say that that looking at a, a let's take out the finish, right? And let's look at the rest of it. That was one of the best WrestleMania main events, I think. Uh I thought it was a. I thought it was a great match. I loved so much about it. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Uh, I thought Cody looked great. Roman was great. Um, even all the weekend of run-ins and all the shenanigans and all that, I was loving it all. And it gets to that finish, and I had a gut reaction on the night, which was the WWE can fuck off, and. I thought, right, I need to let it dust settle a wee bit. I'm being emotional here. Let's think about it as the days pass. And as days have passed, my opinion has now become the WWE can fuck right off. Because that that decision, whoever made that decision to not put the fucking belt on Cody Rhodes on that night, that was a fucking disaster. And I think that will be looked back on in years to come as a fucking disaster. I hope I'm proved wrong. Gredo. That's what he fucking gets. <laughs> For unfollowing you on Twitter. Don't fuck with me. The minute you unfollow me. Like, on <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah. I tell you what, I, I, the way I felt about it was oh man, I've missed a the boat there, man. Right, I've missed the boat. That's got a big reaction. But, 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 come on. He debuted last year. He's half off the year with a sear chest. Wins a rumble. He wins the title. He spunked his load. I don't agree. It's a great moment. It is a great moment. I don't, I don't agree. I, 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 I get it would be a great moment or whatever. And I, folk are so emotionally fucking pissed off with it. And I can understand why. And the pressure is on that. Here's the deal, mate. If, if that, for it to be, it's, the pressure's on him. You know, to get that, to build that reaction back up again. But if he manages it, and I think he will, by the way, because I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm taking the piss, aren't I? Do you know what I mean? About Cody Rhodes. But he is a walking fucking 
See, I've argued, sometimes I argue myself as a good baby face, is a bad baby face, but we see him walking down that thing with the blonde hair and all that, the big smile. He is a fun, he'll be, he'll be Wayne's superheroes. The Waynes, it's for the Waynes. The Waynes don't see that as, oh, the exactly. Waynes The Waynes have seen it as, oh my God, he's been screwed out. I want Cody to win. It is for the Waynes. And see, when I was a fucking wee guy, right? When I was watching the big events like the WrestleManias and all that, right? Nine times out of fucking ten, Grado. And you, and you know this yourself. Your big fucking baby face that you wanted to win, you go to the payoff it and went. you were fucking excited and you were jumping about your living room and all your And that's what it's all about. And I... where, 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 why are the WWE no letting fucking Wayne's jump about the living rooms anymore? Mm-hmm. What is so wrong with that? No, that's that. that, see, that. see if they wanted Roman to be the big face with a belt. Roman could have demanded his rematch on that Raw the next night and fucking smash Cody Rhodes and won it. You know what I mean? And everybody could have still been like <gasps> devastated and Cody Rhodes would still have been champions and still would have had a chase and all that and all that kind of stuff. They but could they have got, still... It's... They got their fun in the set of the night. They got their... They got their... They got their big thing with. I just think... People, a, it's a side issue. People are overreact. I think people are overreacting. I get it. It had been a great moment. It would have been a great moment and I get it. I've seen but, people as well coming out. Heyman has came out and, and, and said, you know... He has to face adversity and all that and all that kind of well, stuff. And blah, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, you could, I was going to say you could say he's no face adversity. Yeah, of course he's faced adversity because he's been it for nine months with injury. Well, it's not just that. It's, it, this is... But it is it's that quick. thing the WWE has, right? The WWE has this fucking but, thing where they, where they think if somebody isn't in the WWE, they don't exist. Like, they vanished off the face of the earth. I've seen so many smart arses coming out over the past week saying things like, well, no, no, Cody's got to suffer his hard times now. No, and see, Cody had these fucking hard times. Cody got treated like a fucking joke, and then get dressed up as fucking Stardust, and then left the WWE, and then he went and he fucking started up a whole other fucking wrestling promotion. Which, by the way, that promotion that he started up is about to play fucking Wembley Stadium in a few months, right? And then he does all that. Then he comes back into WWE on top of the fucking world. He's already served these hard times. Become the man that he has. Now they're going to go like that. Now we'll knock you back down again. And now you have to do hard. Fuck off. How is it? How is... It's this thing, Grado, where they don't no. want any guy being bigger than the company. They don't want I... any guy being that big. That, that, I tell you what, that's really hard times. Having a billion dollar boss let you do whatever you want on the telly on a wrestling show. That's that's really hard times. But that wasn't where he was, though. When he left the WWE, he was just working Indies. That's why he's got fucking SWA on his on his way. But he but he left. What's he did? He probably made more money on Indies one of the years than what he did in WWE. Listen, it's no hard times, mate. Nobody the last guy to leave WWE. I'll tell you that much. But it's the last guy to leave. But but it's no hard times. The problem. Hard times. The problem is. It's no problem. Is he could do what he want. He was a book on his own company. He could fucking, he, he, you know what I mean? He was, no, he was just dog, that was dog and he was walking about, swagging about, fucking telling folk what to do. Before all in, and before that. all of that. He's a big he dick cunt. Before all in, and before all of that, right? He was, he was, he turned he up was to like, impact. He turned up to impact and went like that. Sat in the commentary desk like that, with his feet up like that, going, shit cracky day, man, then, that was shit cracky day. Why are you in the door two minutes? I don't believe for one second they said, what's the crack of day? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem, though. It's like... It's the crack of day, boys. What we doing? Oh, wait your neck in, son. The WWE have got a sickness to do. shake a bissy's horn. I was watching Triple H's press conference, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
<laughs> I was watching Triple H's press conference, <clears throat> and Triple H said the most depressing thing I've ever heard a fucking wrestling booker say, right? And it was that the story never ends. The story never ends, he says. That's the great thing about the WWE. The story never ends, you know what I mean? He can go and take a fuck to himself, I know. Tony Khan, come for me, son. I'm available. Let me tell you something about that, right? <laughs> Stories need to end. Stories need to end, but then they can begin again. But they need to end. This sickness that the WWE have got to now, where they're scared you to are, fucking pull the trigger on stuff. They're scared to fucking put a full stop on anything. This Bloodline storyline has been, you know, everybody's praised it. Everybody's spoken about how great it is. And they fucked it. Don't tell me they've no fucked. I don't think that was the end. We all felt it. He could have became the champion. He would have became the champion. And I guarantee you, within three months, he's no the number one babyface. I can guarantee you that the same fans that are turning around and going, Cody never won, Cody never won, would have been the same cunts by SummerSlam going, I'm fed up with this guy. He's doing my nothing now. Boo! We're getting too much Cody. He's been forced in my throats. That's what would have happened. But see if that's what you have in your head. Wrestling should be... He's Arnold Clark, he's a car salesman. Wrestling, the storytelling <laughs> of wrestling should be an emotional gut instinct thing. See if I'm a booker of a wrestling company. See when I'm sitting on the fucking Sunday of WrestleMania and I'm looking at that crowd out there and I'm listening to the pop for the night before when the Usos get beat. If I'm sitting there on that Sunday as the booker of WrestleMania, I'm going, I'm putting Cody over the night. And I'm giving him that belt, and the roof's going to come off, and people are wee ends are going to be cheering in the living rooms, and I worry about the fucking rest of it the morrow. But see the night, see the fucking night. I'm going to send people home singing and cheering because they bought the ticket that let them see Roman Reigns finally get fucking beat. Right. Instead of they bought the ticket well, that let them I, see nothing fucking change. Well, can I tell you something? You're right. It is a business, and they, they've got to sell tickets. Last May. Jack Jesser defeated Gredo for the title. You can why? Because I want to see them coming back to see me beat them in October. Spoiler. No, that already happened. But do you know what I mean? It's like Jester beat me in May. Oh, why, why did that happen? Well, I've got to say, I want you want to. Jester beat you in May because the... Jester beat you in May because a fucking Johnny said you're not winning again, are you? <laughs> You and me, because you were booking all the previous ones right. You were sending all the wins to him happy. That's why Jester won in fucking me. So maybe, maybe that fucking Johnny was happy that Cody would get beat on Sunday night. <laughs> I want to see, see when you've got the, see when you've got the, it's the, it's been the first time in fucking ages the WWE have had a proper fucking baby face that everybody wants to win. You could hear them in the ring; they were booing Roman and they were fucking cheering Cody Rhodes. And what did they do? They let the guy that's getting fucking booed win. Here's something. And then, what have they got? Listen. I've got ideas. I've got got. Listen. There's a million things you could have done the next night. If they're they're hanging on to Roman for this 1,000 days as champion thing or whatever, is this a fucking meaningless start? It doesn't mean anything. It's a meaningless number. What about, what about, here's a couple of things. I've been thinking a lot about this over the last week, right? Dustin is out of contract soon. At um, AEW, what if they've tapped him up, right? And then he, they bring in Dustin as a fuck. Like you brought your family, I brought my family, and they have the fucking, you know, they have the big dust off, and Dustin's involved. 
and then Cody wins it with Dustin by his side, and then you have a Dustin versus Cody match next year's WrestleMania for the title. Boom. There you go. How about that? That'd be great. Or the Rock. You're going to have, you're going to have, you think they're going to have Cody versus Dustin at, at WrestleMania next year for the title? No, well, it's an option. <laughs> it's an option. But here's another so one maybe for it's you. The, maybe it's the Rock they're holding it for. Maybe well, it's what, that. that. That's it. What Rega- if they complete- regardless, listen, regardless, there is neat. They could have took the belt off Cody the next night if they wanted to. They could have took the belt off Cody at SummerSlam if they wanted to. Nobody's going to think any less of Roman Reigns because he get beat, right? The problem that WWE has the new, it's not really a problem, right? But Roman Reigns is that, you, you see him talking in the press conference, like, he's that fucking good that, you know, you, you kind of go, I get why they want to keep the belt on him. The guy's fucking next level stuff, you know what I mean? But you've got to give, you've got to give people a payoff for investing in something for so long. People were invested in that storyline. They were invested in- but they've not invested in so long. They had Sa- Listen, on a Sunday night, they had Sami Zayn and he even had Kevin Owens running in and getting involved. And for what? They came in and got involved for what? Roman still won. Mm-hmm. The, only, the only thing I will say is they've. Yeah, the only thing I will argue about it and say is they've done it twice. Oh, sorry, they've done it twice now in terms of they could have pulled the trigger with Sammy and they could have pulled the trigger with Cody. They've done it three times because they could have pulled the trigger with Drew at fucking Clash in yeah. the Castle as well. Ah, you're right. A massive crowd behind it. No. Here's, here's a question for you. If the belt was staying on Roman anyway, I know they were saying this. No, this was always the plan that Roman was going to retain. No, I don't fucking believe it, by the way, right? Um, if the if it was always the plan that he was going to retain, why was it not just Sammy and uh, Roman at WrestleMania? Why not just keep that for WrestleMania? Because that kind of was... Yeah. You know, I'm having a good debate here. I need a push, but... Yeah. What about like... Hold on. Thank you. I think maybe it's got into this endeavor going, nah, we want it Well, that's what I, of that's course. what it is. Yeah. That, it's the, just a business decision. It's just a pure business decision that this guy is, you know, the company is resting on his shoulders. We're no going to move it or do anything to rock the boat. They knew it was a total shite bag decision. A, a decision um, made out of fear, a decision made out of corporate cautiousness. And what that does is good for the company, good for the brand, but really, really bad for the fan, for the fan in the arena who don't get their payoff, for the fans that have been watching for months and months going, this Bloodline storyline's really great. Uh, the payoff just isn't there. No. Do you think there could be a payoff, though? What if Jay, they, they, they go the full, they go full symmetry and they have Jay rebelling against it, they have The Rock coming in as guest referee, you know, family versus family. That would be beautiful, would it? No. I mean, there's so many... They're, they're going to have to do a lot, a lot of work to heat that bloodline story back up again. I don't well, think they've even realised yet, I don't think they've even realised yet how the damage that they've done to that story. I don't mm-hmm. think they realise it, you know, but, but for me, for me, the storytelling is a very simple thing right and when when you come to a point in the story where the conclusion should land where you should get your your big finale you can feel it in your gut you can feel it it's a you sometimes it's hard to put it into words it's an instinctive thing you could feel it and that doesn't mean it's predictable it's all that's talking about well it's a bit predictable that cody Rhodes is going to win sometimes sometimes wrestling should be predictable sometimes wrestling yeah. should be this is where we're going to get a reward for watching all these shows all these months. We're finally going to see this guy get beat. This was the story they were telling. And then you get to that and you go, 
Oh, hold on. So this wasn't the story they were telling. And now, John, I would put to you this. Right. What is the story that they're telling? What is I... the story of the bloodline that they're telling? Now that the Usos seem to be back on track and now, what exactly is the story? The story I... is the rock's coming. <laughs> I mean, we don't know anything it about that. Be, could know, be, could, there could be a deal where Dwayne's went, listen, hold the bus to now. Hold the bus to now. See if you give me umpteen my uh, next WrestleMania. I'll take the belt off him. Right? Okay, Dwayne. No problem, son. At night. It could be that. I'll take it off my wee cousin. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's one of the only, you know, it's, the Endeavour thing is one thing, but also maybe, you know, maybe they're hoarding up for The Rock. Maybe that's happening. Then does Endeavour give a fuck who's the champion? I mean, I know they'll be like, ah, fucking fake wrestling fucking shit. You take that. I don't know. I just feel like it felt... Uh, but what an emotional... Not... But what a, what a shoot emotional feeling that everybody had. Like, if you, if you, if you can... If you say wrestling's all about emotion and, and wrestling's real... Then there was nothing more real than a guy getting beat on Sunday night. What was more real than that? Everybody no, they... was legitimately fucking gutted. Like, you know, Cody, when you look at it in hindsight, Cody went in ringside. Amanda Huber, John Huber, shook the horns. He'd done that because he knew he wasn't going over. Right? So, but what I'm saying is, what a real emotion that was that, because people were generally distraught that never won. There is that, but the the I suppose the fallout of that is see if see if Cody Rhodes had a one, I'd have been like, I need to watch Raw, see what he says, see what comes out, see what who's going to be his like what's going to happen, what's going to be the reaction is, who's going to be his opponent and stuff like that. Didn't even fucking bother really checking what was on Raw. Raw was bollocks. Didn't even bother looking at it. I watched Raw. I was shy, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, John, it was. I mean, for a Raw after WrestleMania, I know. Like, I was like, oh, what will happen next? But then, I mean, by all accounts as well, John, it seems as if it was all going tits up. Well, apparently the chat is Vince is back in charge. Oh, the rewrites and stuff. Oh, yikes, and yeah. Seth Rollins coming out basically saying fuck all. He was getting haunted scripts when he was walking. I saw that. Ring. I saw Seth getting haunted. Some kind of change to the, the plan while he was in the ring. I mean, fuck me. Mental. What in the fucking Monday nights was going on here? What, what, which, what, which, what, which what makes me think that's Vince's decision that Cody didn't go right in the Sunday night. Well, that's the chat. Well... You would, you would, you would also say, but Triple H didn't look much. He, he was, know that he's going to turn around and go, and I'm fucking raging. That old cunt's telling me to tell him not to game it. He's not going to say that, but. But he didn't. I have tell to, you what, I, this I, I was the convincing. See what Triple H came out and said about. Well, the stories never end, and like that isn't convincing. You, it's that thing as well. It's like see, see if you market something. See, all we've been hearing for months is finish the story, finish the story, finish the story. That's what we've been hearing for months, finish the story. They're like, buy a ticket. This is where the story ends. This is bringing this to an ending. It's, it's been fucking missold as well. It's like... But do you know here, I know we're going around in circles here, Rob, but do you, know you're, do you know here what you're saying? Finish the story, finish the story, finish the story. No, he's only been in, he's only been raw numerous times. Know, you know that Cody Rhodes' story isn't that. You know that Cody Rhodes' story doesn't begin and end for when he came back to WWE. His story, he's been there since Seven he was a Seven years is a big difference, mate. There's a whole generation of people that don't know who he is. Seven years in wrestling is big. Seven years, come on. Right, 
But here what I'm going to say to you. Right, Grado, let me tell you this. See if you get see if you get brought on AEW, if you get signed for AEW, right? Right? The Mora. Right? Say what? Right? And they go like that to you. Here, Grado, we want you to come in as a surprise opponent for MJF, right? And Wednesday night. And you're going to pin him and you're going to win the AEW, right? Are you going to go, nah? Because, nah, because I'm just in the door. Give me, give me a year. Let me go through some hard times first. Put me in um, some matches. Of course you know, because A, because you'd be fucking crazy to say that. And B, because that's not how wrestling works. It's fine in wrestling for a guy to just come in and become the champion. It's fucking happened a million times. It's fine. You don't need to come in. And... The last person that needs to pay his dues, Grado, is fucking Cody Rhodes. He's not paying his dues. Why are they keeping the strap off him when he's won the Royal Rumble? He's in the main event of WrestleMania. He's the most over baby face they've had in fucking years. And they're still not putting the belt on him. Now, is in Triple H saying, nah, he's proved he's a main event. I felt like going like Triple H. Fuck, he's proved he's a main event. Hey, fuck off, Triple H. Hey. He's proved he's a main event. Fucking fucking patronizing fucking comment after a guy has wrestled in one of the best fucking WrestleMania main events. In the, in, in the words of Craig Levine, it's a good laugh, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, hey, but, I, but, but it's not I, the right kind of emotion is what I'm saying okay. it's, it's the emotion that makes you think they've not got a fucking clue what they're doing but Wayne's don't get that and, uh, listen we're going to in circles here but what I will say t- tell me if you agree with this I felt watching this WrestleMania I went a bit like when I watched Love Island <laughs> what a this isn't for me anymore WrestleMania this isn't for me in terms of, and even listening to fucking Triple H in the press conference, this is this is this is for TikTok. This is all TikTokers. This is this is all two lights camera action and all this. Triple H giving it the the universe and we're on it as a fame and all this fucking and all the celebrities and we want to make it the biggest stage. It's it's the X Factor gone two nights in a row. Everything is just polluted. It's just ripped the ass out of. Everything, give me a screen and a runway and that's it. It's too big, it's too... And it has been like that for years, but it just feels this year now. I mean, they big fucking clip art fucking images when the wrestlers come down the ring and all that. This isn't for me anymore, man. Clip art. It's so, it's so, it's so no wrestling anymore. It's just went over the mark. It's went over the mark. But there, there is that, but there is that, but you can't say that um, that Gunther and Drew and Sheamus match wasn't wrestling. You can't say that we. I mean, the whole Charlotte wasn't wrestling. And... But it needs to be in a good. It needs to be in a good setting in the first place for me getting to get into it. It's just no. It's just no. It's just Eurovision Song Contest. It's it's strictly final. It's just it's too polished and too shite for me. I man. just kind of feel like give me a druggy. Give me a druggy. I don't have faith that the WWE are making the right decisions. You know, for the right reasons. I kind of, I'm always suspicious. I'm always like suspicious of them now. And, and it makes it really, really difficult to invest in, in the story that they're telling when you think that, you know, what's the fucking point? Because they just, they never pull the trigger. They never give you that cathartic moment of, of somebody, you know, achieving their dreams. You know what I mean? It's just, and the, you know, the thing is, Roman's brilliant. He comes out in the press conference the next day and, and uh, after the show and he was like that, ah, um, oh, that's what he shocked. I surprised you, you know, saying that you feel like idiots now and all that kind of stuff. And he's brilliant. The guy is fucking brilliant. And you kind of see he's he's irresistible. The guy, you, can, you know, he's amazing in the ring, amazing promo, amazing in the press conferences, amazing all over. And you, you get it. But you also think it's no hurting Roman Reigns at all to have him 
get beat by Cody Rhodes. You know what I mean? In fact, I would love to see a fucking tribal chief that had been beat and on the fucking rampage. You know what I mean? So anyway, anyway, that's that's a WrestleMania. I want to quickly talk about the sale. How do we feel about the sale? I don't think we'll see much of a difference, to be honest with you. I really, really don't. I mean, it seems that Vince is still going to be in, he's still in a hot seat. It's always going to happen. I don't think much will change. What I will, what I do think you might find is, you know, I can see why, I can see why UFC and WWE would be a good merger for a buyer because you know instead of having one office that deals with marketing, no, instead of having two offices that deal with marketing, two offices that deal with admin and you know, what I mean that that can all be made into the one full shebang. It's easy. Aye. It's going to be. It's going to be big. It's going to be big outlets for them to promote each other. I'm not going to say it's going to be every week, but a big UFC fight comes, they can promote it on Raw. They can, it's, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes. I, I, I bet you we do see some changes, but it'll be interesting to see what they are. Uh, uh, but again, I mean, it's you know, this is big business stuff. Who are they going to go back to wanting pay per views because UFC is maybe on it? Maybe. You know, you maybe know I mean? the big. You, it'll be interesting to see once all the kind of rights are getting um, renegotiated. No, that'll be interesting to see what happens, how this plays out, because um, it'll be interesting to see how it all how it all plays out. And Vince is back in the chair, and you know, and as much as I'm, you know, I was having a go at Triple H there, it has been, you know, it was good having that sense that there was, you know, I mean, I've always liked Triple H. I've always been a fan. You know what I mean? But just, I wish you would. I wish you'd have came out in a press conference and went. I'm just disillusioned. I'm disillusioned. I'm a disillusioned wrestling fan. I want to quickly before we finish, boys. Though I want to put something over. Right? Did you see MJF singing on? <laughs> Did you see it, Grado? I, I, I need to see. Somebody said it was one of the best things that they've done in Dynamite. Yeah, that guy is. Fucking something else, that boy. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, he, he is the best. I mean, he, he's the best. He's something else. He's something else. And I'm hugely excited about AEW coming. I've went, well, I've booked my hotel already. Have you really? My hotel is booked, John. I don't have tickets, but my hotel's booked. Right, well, I am sorry. going down to Wembley Stadium to see AEW. Uh, I've got to see it. I, I am... I am all in, is what I would say. After that fucking WrestleMania, I am all in. Uh, well, and Grado's sitting there. The campaign has started on the Discord on Patreon. If you sign up to Patreon, join Discord. The campaign has started for Grado to be on that show. People talking about there could be a documentary made about it. Funny you said Come back. Why funny you should say that? What's happening? Well, I don't want to give too much away, but <sighs> Christ, it's not 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 a DVW, but a documentary. Why? Well, I don't want. I can't. What's that about? Well, you know, it's been a wee while since I've done a wrestling documentary, and it's I've had wins now. I've done a different. I've got a completely different way of life. Wouldn't it be good to kind of like catch back up? Document what? To catch back up with you? Catch back up with me, and it's so wheels are in motion, and it already kind of kind of kind of kick started. 
Mm. So, <laughs> man, I love EW. <laughs> I would, I, 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 oh, man. I can't lie. I would love to get started. Listen, of course, man, I, 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 I love wrestling. I love it. It's my absolute passion. I was on, talking about it the other day somewhere. <clears throat> um, and, and I was very, very... I, I, I got a nice wee tingle in my balls this morning when I woke up and I saw that Ian Drew Dice Clay had recommended me and said Tony Khan but Gredo and it was getting likes and even Conrad fucking put it over. Well, I'll say this and I've said this. Well, thanks, man. I've say, I'll say this and I've said this many times before. See, when a big companies, they did the big wrestling shows or whatever in the past and all that and, you know, you'd get in your Kendo Nagasaki's or something to wave to the crowd or to do a wee bit yeah, of... Mate, oh, whatever, right. British wrestling legend Gredo stunning with my Uncle Jimmy's fucking leather coat for the Freeman's catalogue fucking da, da, waving da, 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 da. But I just today a big company coming all new for America um, if you're wanting to acknowledge the British scene and what the British scene has been over the past however many years there's only one guy you phone at, is Gredo. There's only one guy you get in. There would have, to be fair, to be honest, there's no other British wrestler in this country um, who is a, you know, as a, a household name, who has owned like a fucking network TV sitcom that's hugely popular and all of that. It's like, you, it's, it's Gredo. It begins and ends with Gredo. You know what I mean? People will be coming out with all sorts of names. Oh, this guy fucking wrestles at Progress and this guy does that. And, that. and I'm like, no. <laughs> I no, I don't like I get involved. I mean, I've already seen people like, oh, except like wrestlers and other people just, you know. What about me? Everybody will be sending their CV. Oh, in come on, that's uh, that's just natural. Into that is just natural. Everybody wants, everybody wants a piece of the cake, man. Don't they? It's, it's only natural. At the end of the day, every every wrestler were all insecure fucking pieces of shit. Anyway, nature. I take it. What Cabana teaming up again? Oh, that would be a good one, Tat. Jesus hell! I tell you what, but. Good on them. Wow. Good on them. Are you kidding me on? Wembley Stadium. Are you kidding me on? Think they'll fill it. I think they've got a Aye, shot. On. And the reason why I think they've got a shot is because the WWE came to Cardiff and the WWE are coming to London and neither of these shows did I, the minute I heard about them, book a hotel. But the minute I heard about this AEW show, I booked a hotel. And that's going to mean something. Guys, and i tell you what as well, John, what you're forgetting is it's on bloody ITV1. Or two, is it ITV one? ITV. Like you're forgetting that, mate. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of families in the, out there that don't have your sky yeah. tickets. And, also, uh, they've got people in the UK are going to want to see Kenny. They're going to want to see the Young Bucks. They're going to want to see Jericho. They're going to want to see Mox. They're going to want to see MJF. They're going to want to see an Orange a, Cassidy. They're going to want to see Orange Cassidy. They're going to want to see fucking you know. There's so they're going to want to see Sting for fuck's sake. Hi. Yeah. Things coming, you know what I mean? They're going to want to see CM Punk, and I don't doubt for one second. There's, you know, well, I, I won't say I don't doubt, but there's a, a, shout, a fucking way. great chance CM Punk's going to be there. That's a show, by the way. If you put if you put if you put Kenny and CM Punk as the main event of that show, that's going to fucking every every wrestling fan in the UK is going to go. I want true. Punk. True. Hmm? I want Punk. You want Punk? <laughs> <laughs> you and Cabana versus Punk and a Cabana's more. All right, Tony. 
Oh my god. Alright, Tony, man. Hello, Tony. This is uh, Graham, Graham O'Shaver. Listen, I'll tell you what. I've got a couple of sitcoms in the going to be me sharing And I'm on the go radio. And I'm on that section to 10. Listen, I can give you all the advertisements you want. Me and Croft will talk about the show. Or some of you. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm Tony. already hanging to myself. I'm already hanging to myself. How do I get comps? How do I get good seats? How do I get... I'm going to have to fucking buy them. I, I hold I'm, I'm, I've got an AEW contact. I'll try him first. Who's that? You know what I mean? I'm can, you, can you give me me? Jen's I'm... coming down with me. Jen's coming down with me. You know what I mean? Oh, I need shame. to show her a good time. I need to show her a good fucking time doing that. That's it, mate. I see what you think about it, but like, if you want to show, res- if you want to show wrestling to... To, to, to... to your significant other. Right. That that's an atmosphere. That's a different. That's got a better atmosphere than right. a WWE one. You want to be in uh, good as... seats. You want to right. be in the mix. So and and listen, Tony Khan. Who's been Tony Khan's most fervent supporter in this country on a podcast? Me. That's true. Who invented? There's only one Tony Khan. Me. That's you. Yeah. I, so... I was I was no longer behind you. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> listen, this has been a very AEW positive podcast. I... We don't have Chris Jericho on our first episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jericho's a good show. There you go. Let's get the ball rolling. Book Grado for AEW. Uh, I want to be. You know, I'm going to be there. Whether I need to buy the tickets, whether whether I need to beg, borrow, or steal them, I am going to be there. My hotel is just 400 yards from Wembley Stadium, so I don't need to. There's no carry on. Just walk out of the Hilton, and I'm. <laughs> I'm probably going shot- to be in the same hotel with the wrestlers. Had the prices shot up as well, Rab? Had they went really expensive by the time you booked them? I don't. I don't even look at how much things cost these days, John. All right, sorry. And can I just, I just want to say right now, because I'm hacking to myself. God, you sound like such. You know what I mean? I went on AEW, but if, if, this, if this is six months down the line, it's after AEW, and I don't get a sniff at it. If I don't get a sniff at it, just remember that you know what they always say. AEW always say, story never ends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get booked. The story never ends. <laughs> it's your say. The story never ends. If I, I'm just telling you, I'm just saying the story never ends. Funny, isn't it? The story never ends. He's at the Grand Hall last... Commander on Saturday, guys. Last year it was, I'm retired. And now it's the story never ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, a Johnny booking my shows. <laughs> I retire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking sitting here, man, fucking sinking pipes, going, aye, man, I'll fucking. I'll get you an advert at one go, radio. Right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I shall sail up the road. Up the road. Woo! With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.